Hi, everyone. And we are here on the Dr. The Dr. Christopher Hall Show on the, on the Total Media Network. And I'm excited to welcome the program, Dr. Hall. Dr. Hall, how are you? I am just a huge fan of this amazing athlete. Go ahead and introduce our guest, but thank you for your service. And I'm sure Brett would say the same thing, being on the front lines as a doctor in the emergency room in Mississippi uh, and uh, in Alabama. He really, you guys are going to make a great connection today, especially for what Dr. Christopher Hall does, but go ahead and introduce our guest. Well, no problem. I'm very excited to have our guest on here today. Um, it's wonderful to have a uh, Super Bowl champion and NFL Hall of Famer, Brett Favre, on the show today. Welcome to the show, Brett. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, so you're in Mississippi and Alabama working in front lines. Uh, or do you live in Mississippi? Well, you know what? I live in Mobile, Alabama. So I think you might know about that. Uh, that's very close. I, dr I drive through Mobile often. Uh, so very hour and 20 minutes away. So we're neighbors. <laughs> well, you guys got to connect when you hear Dr. Hall's story about being awarded the state and he wrote a book and uh, about his time and how he had to go and battle to become a doctor and how important it was with how he, you know, overcame challenges and the military man as well, Dr. Hall. So I know Brett, you see that as a very important thing as well, the military. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right, so how are you surviving the pandemic? How has that life been when Brett's used to going places, or maybe not, you're always going hunting and stuff, maybe this uh, whole quarantine thing's been all right for you? Uh, not a whole lot has changed for me or my family other than our youngest daughter, we have two daughters. We have a 31-year-old who has three boys. They live here close to us. And our youngest daughter, just, she just turned 21 last month. But she she plays uh, beach volleyball for Southern Miss, uh, which is a Division One sport now. Well, that she, they they play in the spring, so they got one tournament under under their belt, and we're scheduled to play at a tournament the following weekend at LSU, and it was canceled two days before, and the rest is history. So really. What's different is we didn't do any traveling, going to watch her play. Um, in fact, our daughter moved back in with us. Uh, the university is only 10 miles away. But she just packed up everything in her apartment and just moved back home. And we just kind of been chilling, watching movies. We, we actually took a couple vacations. Uh, we went to Colorado for a week and did some hiking and some biking and and uh, just kind of laid low. I uh, enjoyed the, the weather and we also went to Lake Tahoe uh, for my daughter's 21st birthday and we pulled her around on skis on the, on the boat. We did some hiking, um, just kind of chill and enjoy the weather. Uh, so that's kind of what we've been doing. Here at home, um, like most places, the restrictions will ease. They will tighten back up. There'll be a mask, uh, a statewide mask. You know, you have to wear it, and then that will will uh, subside, and then you can go to the restaurants as normal. We actually went and ate last night at a local restaurant we like to eat at, and they they just reopened, and uh, it was nice to kind of get out. Uh, we we love going to movies. 
we have not gone to a movie. We watch movies here at our house, but we're kind of old fashioned. We'd like to go to a theater, me and my <laughs> wife, and sit down and have malted milk balls and, and watch watch a movie. I, I look forward to the day when we can do that. Yeah, they're starting to open up theaters in Pittsburgh, and they're going to have 15 cent uh, movies by bringing out all the old movies. I think it's Cinemark or one of them is deciding that, and it's going to be 15 cents to go to come in so they can see the theater when it opens up next week. So it's crazy to think about opening up theaters. And 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 Dr. Hall, I think you'd agree as well. When you're hearing about theaters opening, see how different each state is. I'm in Pennsylvania, and they're going to be opening up very soon. Yeah, yeah. I just I think it just depends on you know that local area and how the testing's going. And uh, you know, as Brett knows, I mean, even even Biloxi now, you know, you can you can go there and and, and get a good good meal. So yeah, wow. absolutely. Uh, not good for you, but very good uh, for the belly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doctor Hall. Question for Brett. But no problem. I'm so excited to have this All American Champ on the show today. So, uh, now Brett, tell us a little bit about um, you know the Air Gulfport where you grew up. And, um, you know, did you always want to play football? I always wanted to play, yes. Uh, I, I was born in Gulfport, Mississippi. I grew up probably 15 minutes to the west of Gulfport uh, in Hancock County. There's three counties on, on the Gulf Coast. Jackson County, of course, borders Mobile. Uh, Harrison County sits right in the middle of the three. That is Gulfport and Biloxi, uh, as well as some other cities. And then Hancock County, we – we border uh, Slidell, Louisiana, and then the next town over would be New Orleans. So I grew up, even even though it was South Mississippi, uh, most people thought I grew up in New Orleans, uh, 50 minutes away. But yes, my dad was a high school football coach and uh, and coached baseball for probably 35 years. Uh, so when I was as far back as I can remember, I was either running water out to the to the players on, on, during a timeout, high, high school football when I was a first grader on up. And I was a bad boy for my dad, summer league ball, American Legion ball in Gulfport for, for as far back as I can remember. And I had two, two goals in mind, either to play pro baseball or to play pro football, and there was no alternative. So thankfully for me, it, it panned out. <laughs> wow. And that's, that's so tremendous that you knew what you wanted to do, Brett. And that's so key, right, in life. When you have mindset of what you want to do, you can achieve your goals. When you don't have that mindset, you can't. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's complicated in some respects, but it's very simple. If you know what you want to do, you have to put in the work and, and persevere. It's not always easy. It's not always an easy road. And, and, you know, I, I've, I've told our daughters so many times, and I coached high school football here in Hattiesburg for two years, and I would tell those kids as well, uh, you, you know, it, it, it's hard work to be good, to be good. And that doesn't mean athletics uh, necessarily. It can be anything. And uh, you can't really achieve anything without setting goals. And my youngest daughter would go round and round. And I go, do you, you set an attainable goal for just for the week? Maybe it's – get a little stronger, maybe increase your vertical. Maybe this week it's weight loss. Maybe it's weight gain. And she's like, dad, really? Give me a break. <laughs> uh, but 
but I'm telling the truth. I mean, uh, it, it's it's definitely a hard road, no matter even when you know what you want to do, um, and and certainly when you're not real sure, the road is very hard. Uh, so definitely, it worked out for me. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have to to go a, an alternative route. All right. Next question, Dr. Hall. Wow. That's so right. It's so right, Brett. And, you know, and, and what's important, you know, is having mentors. And so, uh, you know, growing up, uh, tell us about some of your mentors. Well, my, yeah, my father was, was uh, uh, very instrumental in my success. Um, as you would expect, he was my coach. Uh, he, you know, he, and I always say this, uh, and I, I even mention it uh, a little bit during my Hall of Fame speech. You know, he, it's, it's sort of like Karate Kid in, in that you go, okay, just like uh, Danielson was trying to figure out how does this pertain to me going and getting into a fight and, and using my karate when you got me painting the fence. And that's sort of how my dad taught me. You know, at one, t at one time uh, in my career, I had every passing record in the NFL in history. And keep in mind, in high school, my dad ran the wishbone. We never threw the ball. Oh, dear Lord. And I remember oftentimes leaving practice, he and I were driving back home from practice and, and being in an argument with my dad saying, how can I get a scholarship if you don't throw the ball? I thought I had a valid argument. And I almost didn't get that scholarship. I got one scholarship offer at the last second. And if my dad were alive today, he would say, see, it worked out fine. He taught me the things that I really didn't care about, toughness, leadership. I, you know, I wanted to throw. I wanted to throw touchdowns. I wanted to, you know, to, to be in the paper. And that stuff didn't matter to him. And as I here I am at 50, I get it now. <laughs> and so his mentorship was uh, – was was sort of like you know you know I say old fashioned it, it was it was tough hard nosed work leadership you lead by example you know those type of things but so personally he would be my my number one mentor now as far as people I looked up to there was two guys that I emulated and said this is who I want to be when I get on the if I make it to pro football Archie Manning obviously was a local guy. Uh, played right next door, right. Roger Stallback. I love the Cowboys, and I love Roger Stallback. And I felt like I, even though I didn't know what kind of style I was, I thought that was me. Run around, make things happen, and uh, you're never out of a play. Wow. I tell you, two amazing people to look at as mentors and your father and to see those things. And, and Dr. Hall, you say your mentors have helped you in life, right, Dr. Hall? get to where you were because especially when you were awarded the state. No doubt. And, and you need those mentors, you know, to, to, to give you a path, you know, uh, in, in this world that sometimes can seem very confusing for young people. So yeah, Absolutely. no doubt. Absolutely. Very confusing. All right, Dr. All next question. Well, no problem. And so now tell us a little bit about, you went to school there at the university of Southern Mississippi. And, you know, there's always challenges when you're going to college and you're playing athletics and, you know, you're, you're, you're getting to the top of your game. So tell us about um, 
some of those challenges, balancing academics and athletics um, when you're in college? Well, uh, I'll, I'll go back to when I was coaching at, at Oak Grove High School here in Hattiesburg. Had a, we won a state championship and had a tremendous group of young men and, and, a, and a very smart group. We, we dressed out actually over 100 players, believe it or not. Some guys would wear a, a duplicate number because our coach wanted to – he wanted everyone to feel that atmosphere, which I thought was great. Um, but I, I stress to those guys all the time. We had a fair amount of kids go D1. A couple of guys are playing minor league baseball uh, that were on our football squad. One kid is just finishing up at Cal, University of California. Uh, and I stress to them all the time the importance of academics. And, you know, at times I got the eye roll, uh, as you would expect. Uh, but I go back to when I was in high school, junior high, high school, elementary. My mother was a special education teacher oh, wow. for 30 some odd years. My dad was a driver's ed teacher and coach for the same amount of time. So I, I got the importance of academics. I, um, did I like it? Not necessarily. You know, did, did, did history turn me on like football did? No, but I knew it was important. And, um, you know, when you go to college, as uh, we know as adults, uh, you have to cut the cord with your kids to a certain degree, and you have to fend for yourself. And uh, that can be good, that can be bad, depending on what kind of teaching, you know, they were brought up with, and you let them go. And, and, and for me, uh, I, you know, wasn't real sure what the alternative plan was. As I said earlier, it was baseball or football. I was I actually signed to play both at Southern Miss. I started as a true freshman in, in football and chose to, to channel all my energy towards football just because I didn't want to miss spring practice. I mean, this was a great opportunity. Um, but meanwhile, I had uh, – I was banking on the draft – uh, at some point in the near future, but I knew my academics were very important. Celebrity slots. Free spin. Free to play mobile social slot games in the likeness of your favorite celebrities. Making money. Spin to win celebrity experiences through sweepstakes. Free to download. Free to play. Yeah, baby. What are you waiting for? Win meet and greets, celebrity merchandise, gift cards, and more. Download Celebrity Slots today. Neil Haley here. Lensec has been a sponsor of the Neil Haley Show and Total Media Network for around a year and a half. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about Lensec. Lensec has been a pioneer in IP security videos since 1998. The company is a trusted security partner with experience around the world. Lensec has experience working with customers in higher education, K-12 education, government, public safety, critical infrastructure, healthcare, commercial, and more. The physical security experts at Lensec help customers develop enterprise solutions for their complex physical security projects using our flagship software, Perspective VMS. 
Lensex Enterprise Level Video Management Software, Perspective EMS, is a browser-based software that streams and captures IP security camera video. The latest version of PVMS uses HTML5 interactive features in a thin client application that is designed to provide real-time situational awareness. Access control and other advanced features are integrated into a unified security platform, creating an ability to track behavior and movement while monitoring the live or recorded video. For more information, please visit Lensec.com. And now back to the show. Unbelievably uh, wisdom, knowledge that, uh, you know, you, you may not want to get a, do this, young man. You may not want to do this. You're, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree by yeah. drinking, you know, I, and, and I would say all those things to the kids I was coaching high school. I, I had, when I got to college, I started drinking. I thought I was cool. Um, and come find out that before I knew it, drinking had, a, had the upper hand on me and I haven't had a drop since 1998 pain pills, you know, harmlessly. Uh, I didn't get addicted because I wanted to, but I did get addicted. Uh, you know, so just having, having someone to, to lean on, to give you insight, who's been down some of the roads that you're, you're walking down is absolutely vital in, in any young person's success. Agree. And that's so, so important to have that. What did you major in college, Brett? I was actually uh, going to be a special education teacher like my mother. I tell you what, I, I think I would have been a really good one. Yes, you would. But I, when we drove to school every morning, first through 12th at my school was all together. So now everybody has a school that you go to a lower elementary and then you go to middle, uh, middle and then, you know, the, some even have like a ninth grade school that's separate. But ours was all together. So we, there's four kids, my mother and father, and we all drove to school together and we drove home together. So when we would get to school, I would go in my mom's class prior to, we'd get there before all the other kids. And when her kids would start coming in, I would always have fun with them. And uh, she had all ranges of uh, special ed, uh, from very severe to lazy. Right. Uh, and, and I just took a liking to, I, I felt like I gravitated to her students very well. And, and felt like that was my calling. And one of the things that we do for our, our foundation, my wife and I, is we, we do things for Special Olympics. Um, and uh, again, it, you know, it wouldn't have paid very much being a high school coach in Mississippi and a teacher, but it would probably have been very rewarding uh, had I done that. Great. Oh, just again, things we don't know about Brett Favre today here on the Dr. Christopher Hall show on the Total Media Network. Go ahead, Dr. Hall, the next question. I mean, I just did not know he major in education. I too am an education major. I taught for nine years before uh, going into business and entrepreneurship, but I have a tutoring company too. But education, once I learned to teach, it's such a powerful thing you can utilize in the world once we become educators, because we know we have to constantly learn learn and it never we always grow if we are stagnant then we don't want to grow in life right. we're this out on all the exciting parts of life for sure right. all right dr hall next question wow well, you know and what a champ i mean just to uh it, 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 
to um, talk about some of the challenges he had that, that can help young people who are going into who are going to the NFL and who are going to be in the um, that high profile life. So that's just incredible. Well, you know, there's um, this whole uh, and this is kind of central. You know, I think what we're going to talk about is that there's this whole field that these players end up uh, uh, illnesses they end up with this undiagnosed. Um, epidemic of concussions that are going on. Um, tell us what your thoughts are on that, Brett. And um, yeah, just what do you think about that? Well, concussions are a major problem. And as we all know now, they're not going away. They're going to happen. And, it, and not necessarily on the, on the football field or baseball field or soccer field. It can be in your home. It can be on the ice rink. It can be playing by the pool, playground, car wrecks, elderly falling. I could go on and on. The last play that I played in my 20-year career, I played 300, started 321 games. The last game that I started ended with one of two major concussions that I had in my career. Now, how many concussions did I have overall? Who knows? Because... As we know now, and I had a very good, long conversation with Dr. Benjamin 